Welcome to Encourage Me, and I'm your host, Jason Turner. Thank you for tuning in. This is a show meant to encourage others uh, as everybody listens, and it's a show um, to build up, to lift up, to give some points of view, uh, reminding everybody that uh, Jason here uh, is not an expert in anything, but I've been around people a long time. I've been doing ministry, preaching, and teaching uh, classes and things like that, and so now that I'm an older man, I have some things to offer, I believe, and some insights to maybe help save some of the younger ones out there, um, some obstacles, some steps, some maybe potholes in the road uh, before they get on too far. I want to give just a couple of announcements, and then we'll get started with the show. Um, I'm, on, I, I'm available through uh, anchor.fm. And on that platform, uh, they're making me available on Facebook and Twitter and some other uh, news sources. And so uh, you can find me out there, but you can you can really do it if you just go to anchor.fm, which is maybe how you found this uh, show to begin with. Let me just remind you that some of the things that I listen to to encourage me in my day, one of those being AFR.net, that's American Family Radio, they have all kinds of shows there, but they have news that is highlighted at the top of the hour for about five minutes, um, uh, hitting on some of the stuff that you'll hear in your mainstream media, but also some of the stuff that you don't. And then sometimes you get the rest of the story. Also, I listen to and watch Newsmax.com. That's N-E-W-S-M-A-X.com. And it's uh, you can catch that on YouTube, I believe it is. And watch them. They also have a podcast. And it's a news source, a conservative news source, that gives you the other side of the story or the rest of the story. And they actually have conversation about it where they're talking to folks that really know what's going on. Uh, some of the stuff that we don't hear when we turn on the TV at 5 and 6 and 10. So um, the other thing I listen to is also Fort Worth Roots. Com. This is a young man that started out in Fort Worth, Texas, and I believe now he's living in Austin, Texas. He has an upbeat show where he interviews upbeat people that are doing things, and uh, it's kind of fun to catch, catch up to. And uh, like I said, it's an upbeat show, and it might encourage you. So I just mentioned those things because I try to be a resource also for places that you can go and get encouragement, uh, be encouraged, lift up, build up and maybe have a different viewfinder and a wider viewfinder of what's going on around you and maybe not be discouraged, but be encouraged. We're going to take a break, but we'll be right back. Stay tuned. And welcome back, and we're glad that you stayed tuned, and welcome to encourage me, I'm your host, Jason Turner, and our subject today is I care. Uh, in today's world, it seems like folks are just trying to survive, and it uh, seems like most of us are in defense mode because we're not really sure all the time what's going on. And there's been such confusion with leadership of this country and in the news media that if that's our only two sources, then uh, yeah, we're a little bit uh, shook up. So. Uh, this show today is about caring, uh, not only for yourself, but for each other. And so I entitle it, I Care, and ask the question, do you? Let's remember, there's two questions I ask myself 
as I reevaluate my life almost on a daily basis. One of those questions is, what encourages me? Uh, you know, if, if certain things encourage me and give me a brighter day, it might just be that it encouraged somebody else. And so that's really what this show is about. Also, the second question is, what discourages me? Um, the same things that discourage me is probably the same things that discourage you. Uh, and one of the reasons for that is, is because we do care. We care for one another, but we're being told sometimes that we don't. And so we need to avoid those uh, type of rhetoric uh, in our lives and just know, hey, I'm a caring person. I will stop and help and render aid to anybody that needs it. And I don't need uh, other folks chiming in telling me I don't. And so today we're going to talk about that. And the reason for the show today uh, is because I care. Uh, I love to encourage others. I love to build up people. I love to come alongside of others and help them on their way. Traveling through life can make you care or it can make you bitter. Life's not easy, but it's doable. It's easier when we help each other. This is my way of helping you, of encouraging you. We are not alone unless we want to be. So I hope that today's show will benefit you in a way of encouragement, that it will benefit you in thinking of ways to help others and to be mindful that others are hurting too. Uh, you know, when I always looking in the mirror at myself, I can't see you. And if I look at myself long enough in the mirror, there are things I'm going to notice that can get me down and maybe even cause me to be depressed. But when I focus on you and, and have a tendency to help and encourage you, it is amazing how much better I get by giving that out. So give the gift of encouragement, give the gift of kindness, and what comes back to you is something that you cannot buy at the store or even on Amazon for that matter. So let's continue. Sometimes I will give positive quotes. Sometimes I will share my story. Sometimes I will point out the obvious everybody sees. Sometimes I might even make sense. If I hit the mark, then maybe, just maybe, I've been where you're at. Just maybe. How you doing on your journey today? Here's some questions I ask myself. Am I enjoying life and work? Those are two things you're going to do. Am I enjoying my relationships? Am I where I want to be? Now, I don't know about you. Those are questions I asked myself a lot when I was young because I was trying to figure out where am I going and where do I want to be? And so maybe those are some questions for you, too. Questions help me and may help you. It's the way I reevaluate my life as to how it's going and where I'm at. Always asking myself the question, is this where I want to be? Sometimes we can have folks tell us where we want to be, and we will believe that and wind up there. It could be subconscious. It could be intentional. But if we're on somebody else's plan and we're not reading that plan or that map, I call it looking at your own map. If you don't read your own map, you're going to wind up lost and being somewhere you don't want to be. The example in that is if I stop and ask somebody for directions somewhere, they may give me directions, but it may be the wrong directions. But if I have a map with me 
And uh, that's an old fashioned thing using a map. Uh, everybody's using Google uh, to get them everywhere uh, they want to go. And sometimes they wind up in the ditch because Google doesn't is not aware of the construction that's going on. Uh, but if you read a map, then you would know where you were going. You know where your turnoff was and you would get there. But following someone else's directions may be the wrong thing to do. So the other thing I ask myself, have I been following the wrong directions? So see, we can get our direction straight and we can get it right, but it has to be right for us. Can't be right for somebody else. And then we try to live in it. It has to be right for us. I've traveled with many people and, and many people have helped me. I've learned a lot and have a lot to share with others. People used to have to carry me. Now I carry others so they can go on. The subject today is I care. And I'm talking to you today because I do care. Been a minister most of my life. I've uh, been doing this mostly in churches and on the street. I've chosen to do a podcast, so hopefully I can encourage others who might listen to this platform. This is a show to express how I care for and about others. Recently, it has been post and text. I also write notes of encouragement. I've learned to tell others instantly when they have been kind to me that I appreciate it. I visit those who are down. That means in the hospital, nursing home, sometimes their own home. But in short, I reach out. I mean, I reach outside of myself. I can take care of myself. I can, I can go to work. I can pay my own bills. I can feed myself. I can do all of that. But with that, I'm so blessed that I want to reach out and share that blessing with someone else. Some of you out there may be financially set in such a way that you could be financially helpful to somebody. That's your way of caring. That's your way of helping. But with me, having been in the ministry most of my life and taking on jobs that would not work me when I should be preaching and teaching um, meant I was going to make less income, but I had enough for the needs that I had. And so did my family. I guess what I'm saying is what I have to share with you, money cannot buy because what I have to share with you is from the heart and it's from going through struggles to get where I needed to be. So hopefully uh, that means something to you as well. How do you show that you care? Has life caused you not to care? Sometimes all it takes is a smile or a kind word. Many times, just like in the grocery store, I've actually patted someone on the back I didn't even know and say, how you doing today? And then I stood still and then standing still, let them know I'm interested in hearing your answer. You see, sometimes we'll say, hey, how you doing? And we just zip right on by. We don't. It's a greeting. In other words, it's not really a question. We use it as a greeting. But I have I, when I figured that out, when I thought about that, I learned to say how you're doing and then sit still for a minute. Give them an opportunity to tell me. And if they say fine, then I know that they took that as a greeting and it's OK for me to move on. OK, so that, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, <clears throat> sometimes a handshake or a hug. I, I love to shake hands and I love hugs. Uh, COVID, COVID really fixed that for all of us. And I'm glad that that's starting to relax a little bit because some of the folks that know me and I know them, they know I'm not afraid to shake hands. I'm not afraid to hug. And I never was. 
So there was a few people that I could still shake hands with and still hug because they weren't afraid either. But for all the rest of them, I had to put my mask on and keep my distance. Uh, so we're starting to get past that. And I'm so thankful for that uh, because it's starting to show that we're opening our eyes and we're not going to keep taking this laying down. Um, I fix a meal for people sometimes who can't cook. Maybe they're sick or maybe they're disabled or whatever. But sometimes I'll fix a meal and take it to them. Uh, I grew up in a community or uh, a neighborhood where when someone in the neighborhood got sick, all the other folks in the neighborhood found out about it. Everybody would take turns cooking meals for them until they got back on their feet. And so that's just something that I'm used to doing. So it's kind of bred into me. So it's a natural thing. Uh, sometimes uh, I call someone that I haven't seen in a while. And this comes in play at church. Uh, if, if I know someone's been coming, then all of a sudden they drop out of the picture. Uh, and I notice that. And I know it's been a couple of services since I've seen them. I reach out. I try to make sure I have everybody's information that I know uh, or I know where they live so that I can reach out. Um, sometimes it's just a get well card. Sometimes it's a missing you card. But they will know that somebody is thinking about them. That's how I care. How do you show that you care? What does it take for someone to show they care for you? How do you show it? And how does it show to you when it's coming the other way? Maybe those are some ideals that I would show and share with someone uh, that I care for them. Just simply tell them, I care for you. I've got a friend who recently had to go to the hospital. Uh, they, uh, he's a young man, too, uh, and has a family. And I love them dearly. And uh, found out through his daughter one day, and uh, he finally had to. He finally got home, but he's on dialysis, and I'm still praying for him. And they get regular texts from me that I'm praying for them, thinking about them, and uh, hoping that they're doing well. And they can tell them to text me back and say, "Hey, yeah, things are better, and we're still moving in a positive direction." That is some of the way that I care for others. Sometimes we may think it will take too much time, so we don't ask and we don't pay attention. So with that said, we're going to take another short break, give everybody a chance to catch their breath, and then we're going to continue on and maybe finish up this show for today. Stay tuned in. I'll be right back. Okay, we're back from our break, and thank you for staying tuned in. This uh, subject that we're on is called I Care. The question we're answering is, do you? And um, sometimes I will write a note, even buy a card for someone I know is having a rough time. Uh, sometimes I step up and ask, what may I do for you, knowing and I've already planned that if they need something, I've made time for that. So I'm not worried about where I got to be who I got to be with, all that kind of stuff. When I put that kind of a question out there, I've already cleared up some space for this person I'm asking. Uh, so what I've said there is sometimes I step up and I ask, what may I do for you? Uh, the other one is, uh, other question I'd like to ask right now is how about you? And how about others? Today, we could sure use more people who care, more people who would lend a helping hand, more people who would smile. Example, when I see a young person who is working, I say to them, thank you for caring enough to be here. I appreciate it. 
Do you appreciate those who serve you? And the reason I say that is, is because during the COVID thing, we wound up in a situation where uh, the government was giving out money, trying to help folk, but it caused a whole lot of folk to, to be able to live without their job. And so that's what they did. They left the job, went home and started collecting their checks. And what they were getting was enough to be able to live on that. So they stopped working. Now here in uh, our state, they're, they're going to, they're putting a deadline on that. And so very soon the ones that's getting that extra money uh, to stay home will not be getting the extra money. And then we'll start to see all these jobs get filled because everybody in our area is hiring, trying to get folks in there, but nobody's filling out applications. And I know where my wife works, they just recently started being able to hire folks because they started coming in, filling out applications. So that's what I'm talking about. When I see a young person that's working and working hard and giving a smile, doing a good job and addressing everybody uh, politely, I've got to tell them thank you because that is a breath of fresh air in the world in which we live today. So take care of yourself. How do you do that? When I take care of myself, then I can take care of others. In other words, when I was a young man, I was working so much, sometimes as many as three jobs, because I wanted my family to have everything that I could give them. And in the process, uh, when my children were little, especially, uh, what I didn't give them was me. And so part of the show that I do is to encourage others not to get caught up in the worldly trap of thinking that it's going to be things that make your family happy. Really, since they're with you, they want you. Uh, you know, men, your wife married you because she wants to be with you. Uh, if y'all both always working, you're never with each other. So that ain't going to work out. And that could be one cause of uh, divorce. I said just one cause. And women, you know, the men married you because they want to be with you. Uh, so uh, it's time for men and women to figure out, especially in a household, uh, who's going to do what and how can we make time to be together and be with our family. Uh, so just something to think of, something to take note to. Um, and like I said, when I take care of myself, then I'm able to take care of others. When I don't take care of myself, then I'm not even there to take care of others. In other words, I could be in the hospital laying on my back at home with a cold or something, or, or maybe I fell and broke something, you know, so I'm out of commission. The human condition is when you don't care, then others don't care. When other people can see in me that I don't care, they don't care. They say, oh, you know, he, he don't care. He's living his own life, so just let him be. Um, but I just need us to think about that for a moment. When I know I'm good, then I will be good for you. In other words, I'm taking care of all of my business. And I see somebody who's not a part of my circle. They're discouraged. Uh, they look downtrodden. Um, they, they just look like they need some help. Then that's what I'm ready for. And like I said, when I walk over to a person like that, I've already said in my mind, this may take a few minutes uh, and, and, and it may take something more. And if it does, it's more than I can do. Then I've got people in my life I can call on to help me help them. And I'm sure you do, too. Um, what, what I'd like us to do is be able to pass on encouragement. My problem is I always care. 
I, I think that's why I, I, I'm in the ministry. That's that was a natural thing for me. And it was the one thing I could do. I didn't have to charge people for. Now, some do. I, I grant you that. But I've never had to charge to sit with somebody and counsel with them about their life's problems alongside with the Bible, give them solid advice and send them on their way in better shape and better condition than when I came up on them. Uh, the story in the Bible is the prodigal, I mean, not the prodigal son, but the man in the ditch. And everybody was going by this man. He was somebody from the community, and it actually took a stranger coming through the community on his way to a business trip uh, to see the man, and he's the one that stopped. And actually, he was the kind of man that nobody uh, really thought much of in those days. Do we have anybody in our lives today uh, out in the world that we don't think much of? Well, this was the kind of man that stopped, used his resources, helped the man out of the ditch, even put him into a hotel and told the guy there, take care of this man. When I return on my return trip, if he owes you anything, I will pay it. Now, that was somebody that cared, and that's called um, uh, um, the Good Samaritan story. I'm sorry. Uh, I drew a blank there for just a moment. That's a Good Samaritan story in the New Testament of the Bible. Uh, now, my problem is I do always care. Everybody doesn't care, but I do. That's why this podcast to encourage you and everyone who will listen, I care. I'm on a uh, podcast platform to reach more people because I can't do it in person every time. And hopefully there's a way for y'all to respond so that I can uh, be able to respond back to you. And I know who's listening. Uh, now, there's seven ways uh, to make others feel important. And I got these seven steps from a fellow called Roy T. Bennett. And he's from uh, The Light in the Heart. Now, I think he's an author. I'm not sure. But that's, that's who wrote these seven steps. And so I copied it down uh, to add into my uh, podcast um, to kind of give you an idea of something you can lean on to help you get better at encouraging others and helping them. Number one, always use the person's name. Introduce yourself, try to get their name, and when you're talking to them, use their name as often as possible because uh, that makes them feel real good that you know their name and that you're willing to say it out loud and that they know after you've said it three or four times that you're working on remembering their name. Also, express sincere gratitude. Uh, everybody, uh, especially those that can't help me do nothing, uh, I express gratitude for them being there or being with me, uh, listening to me, talking with me, uh, and letting them know that, hey, just that little bit encourages me, and I hope I encouraged you, and then I move on. Number three, do more listening than talking. Uh, folks will often say that I'm a good listener, and that's because as long as they're talking, that's all I need to do is listen. Uh, I was taught and uh, when I went to college that in ministry and in counseling, uh, about 98% of all counseling is listen. Ask the question that will get them talking and then try to keep them talking. Most of the time, folks will encourage themselves and come to a, a, a solution for their problem. So do more listening than talking. Number four, uh, talk more about them than about you. You see, they're, they're the ones that needs the encouragement, and you might relate a story to them, but if you are there in front of them and the only thing they've heard is something about you 
and you've not interested uh, yourself in them by asking them questions and wanting to hear about them, then the whole thing's defeated. Number five, be authentically interested. In other words, don't develop a technique just to use to get people to give you information. If you're not generally interested, they're going to figure that out. And I found out that the folks that are having the hardest time, uh, the most troubled life, can detect instantly when someone truly cares. Number six, be sincere in your praise. Find something to praise that person about and then be sincere about it. Uh, if you're not the type of person that's used to praising people, uh, giving them compliments on something good that you see in them, this is going to be some work for you, but it's doable. And then number seven is what we're talking about. Show that you care. Sometimes when I'm dealing with the homeless population, I might not have much on me, but they don't, they don't, they don't need much. And if I've got two or three dollars that I can give them so they can go get something to drink, uh, a bite to eat, that's what I do. Now, are they going to maybe misuse that, add it to something they've gotten from somebody else? Most definitely. And that can always happen. However, we're talking about my heart. We're talking about your heart right now. What is it that I do to encourage my heart to encourage others? Practice by taking a positive step each day to care about someone else. The key, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. No need to be them. Be yourself, love yourself, show yourself. Questions? What do I care about? How do I care? And who do I care about? This makes a big difference in how you are perceived and how others perceive you. Note. So to tell you I care is one thing. I must show you I care. And how do I do that? For me, it's notes of encouragement. Uh, it's remembering important events in someone's life. It's doing something nice for someone. It's complimenting them without needing anything in return. You'll find uh, a lot of folks are working a con. They'll come up to you and uh, they'll just start talking to you and, and try to puff you up so they can then turn around and ask you for money. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sincerely treating others better than yourself. And that's also a biblical principle. Here's a quote. When someone truly cares about you and you are important to them, they will always make a way to find time for you. They have no excuses. They have no lies and they have no broken promises. That is true love. And I got that off of Facebook from a friend of mine that was posting it. Uh, and I'm not going to call any names there, but I, I did get it off of Facebook. So the show was I care. And uh, what that means is I care about you and not just about me. What I'm saying is I'm here for you. Is that something you can say to somebody else? I'm here for you. So learn to be present. When someone is talking to me, I must be present in the here and now. That means don't take my mind and wander off thinking about something else or someone else. Uh, be attentive. Make brief comments to let them know that I'm still with them. Uh, make eye contact. Don't look over their head or at uh, the ground. And smile to encourage more conversation. Make an impact. Be there. Be present. And that's one way that I show that I care. You have showed me the way. You have showed me the light. 
real friends care that much is right. And that is from a, a site called Family Friends Poems. My everything friend, here's a poem for you. It comes from the holidayspot.com. You magnify my happiness when I am feeling glad. You help to heal my injured heart whenever I am sad. You're such a pleasure in my life. I hope that you can see how meaningful your friendship is. You're a total joy to me. Now, that's just some things that I wanted to share with you today. There's others, and we're going to go ahead and close this show out and maybe come back to some other stuff uh, later. Uh, re replay this as many times as you need to. Hope it helps you and hope you're having a great day. Thank you for listening. This is Encourage Me, and I'm your host, Jason Turner. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time.